An interesting question and thing I've been thinking about when thinking about alignment and even just bringing the topic up on my Instagram is, you know, someone asked like, can trauma and negative experiences be a part of, you know, your destiny? Can your trauma reroute you to put you in alignment? And I would say trauma can reroute you. Trauma does reroute you. Now the route may vary. Hello, hello, babes, besties. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Akwaba to a little juju podcast, the womanist witchy insight podcast that dives deep into black pop culture, the black healing journey, and the ancestral spiritual systems that can help get us free. This is the hashtag black ass spirituality show, and I'm your host, Juju Bay, a psychic. I'm a hoodoo and Orisha devotee, but most importantly, a bad bitch witch. So, hey, y'all, welcome to another week. Thank you so much for tuning in with me yet again. It's wild that y'all not tired of me. Like, not y'all keep coming back. Not y'all want to hear my voice. I really appreciate that. I hope y'all are feeling good. I'm feeling good. I am feeling, before I got on uh, to record today, I was... I had to give someone Reiki first. I'd be forgetting to tell y'all that I'm also a Reiki girl, Reikiana. But as I was doing Reiki, I like to listen to different sounds and music, or sometimes I'll listen to like a calming podcast. But today I listened to Ebony Janice's Instagram live. Uh, she had went live maybe yesterday or so, but I just saw it today. And she was talking about on there this idea of life being really good and really awful at the same damn time. And it was a really, really great live, by the way. But it was just resonating with me so much because I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> life life be good and life be awful at the same time. Or, you know, sometimes something is super amazing and then something comes and just kind of knocks you off and then something good is happening. It's just like a constant, constant, constant cycle. And she was talking about the importance of like grounding ourselves in that cycle and knowing that times are always changing and nothing is all good but also nothing is all bad either and it's such a like sobering um, reality but once we accept it it becomes a little bit easier to accept this this thing called life so that's kind of what's been on my heart and I feel like a lot of what I've been feeling lately is good but also having all these other things unfold and unravel and having to come to terms with that are really hard and and awful. <laughs> so I'm like really good and awful, which means I'm living life, baby. That means I'm in it and I'm in it to win it. So it's been, it's, yeah, it's, it's been period. It, it's just, it's been. Um, what I am really excited about right now is the research that many of you signed up for, which I'm really happy about. Originally, my research partner and I were going to interview about between 30 and 60 people. 
and over 300 people filled out a form. So we can't interview that many people, but we're going to try to interview as many people as possible that, you know, kind of fit under the criteria. So thank y'all again for that. I'm really excited to just offer what we learned together about all of us who are in these practices and who are discovering ATRs and ADRs and ancestral work and mystics and black mystics in particular, and sort of how we're understanding our identities through, through these practices. So I just have to say, thank y'all so, so much for coming through, of course, like I knew y'all would, and really offering parts of yourself and trusting me and my partner and team to like, collect our stories and then to tell our stories. So super excited about that. That is a big part of the good. And yeah, that's kind of what I got going on. It Sometimes I just feel like I'd be working, but my work is like good work. It feels it's empowering. It's a part of my identity. So I'm, I'm really happy about, about my work. So anywho, besides that, y'all know I'll be on TikTok. Y'all know I'll be on Twitter, on the social media all the time, interacting with you all and talking my shit and watching mess and staying far from it because that is a part of my protection ritual. Okay. Remember we talked about that in our protection episode, but if, well, first of all, you need to be following me uh, on it's Juju Bay on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, I-T-S-J-U-J-B-A-E on everything because we having a good time and we, we kick in. But regardless, I'm on there, you know, talking to folks and a topic that comes up a lot, even that I see, not even conversations that I'm having is about being in alignment. And I use also the language of alignment a lot. I don't know how much I say it on the show or publicly, but it's probably a word that I say to myself every single day. And when I'm divining, I use the word alignment a lot, you know, when I'm talking to clients. So this is a topic that is a hot topic. Like people wanted to know about it. I posted about it. People had a lot of questions about being in alignment and what that means. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, you know, what, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What do I even mean? What do people even mean when they say alignment? I kind of want to unpack some of that too. And, you know, again, I don't, I'm, I'm, I am thinking through what it means at the same time that like, I'm talking to you all too. Like, this is something that I haven't unpacked why I use it so much. So it's kind of like we're doing it together and like <laughs> in real time. So we're going to have some downloads. I feel like some downloads are going to be happening this episode, but every episode I begin downloads, but y'all know. So let's start nuts and bolts definition of spiritual alignment. So I found this definition on soulsuccessunleashed.com. I don't know what this site is. I just was looking up what alignment meant and I found them. So soulsuccessunleashed.com says that spiritual alignment is when your thoughts, feelings, and actions are aligned with the higher truth and elevated being of who you are. Spiritual alignment is an important part of one's specific ascension journey. So basically, it's when your thoughts, feelings, and actions aligned with your higher self, your, your elevated self, as the site would say. I'm actually okay with that definition. I... 
I like it. I'm not mad at that. I think that that's what it means for me as well. Um, when I say alignment, I'm talking about being in um, relationship, being in right relationship. And I use right, you know, what is right? Blah, blah, blah. But being in right relationship with your elevated sense of self, with your highest and best destiny. You know, the thing that we all said that we were going to do in this world before we were born, we was like, I'm going to go to earth. I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell the people about this. I'm going to help people with this. You know, so when we're aligned, we're aligned with what we promised. That's what I think. Oh, I've never said that. That's cute. Yeah. Being in alignment is when you're aligned with what you promised before you came. So I pull that definition from, you know, being somebody who practices an African traditional religion and also practices of the African diaspora, I think about our connection to our Ori. So y'all know I'm an Orisha girl. I'm an Aborisha, and which means I venerate my ancestors, but also the deities that help me in this world <laughs> to help me be aligned. And one of the very most, the most important Orisha that we can venerate is our Ori, and our Ori is our higher self. Someone used the language of our, you know, our personal spirit guide that is us, like it is our own spirit guide. It's the the thing that allows all the other spirits to bless us and communicate with us. We do that through our Ori. And so when you have a connection to your Ori, you're connected to that promise. You're connected to your best self you're connected to your destiny and so I think Ori is a really powerful and interesting way to think about being in alignment if we're gonna go from a framework of the Ifa and Orisha tradition so connection to our Ori and we all have an Ori regardless of whatever it is like you don't have to be initiated we all have an Ori because we are born with our Ori we're born with this higher sense of self all you need is a little juju all you need is a little juju a little juju a little now it's interesting even when we are connected to our ori if you want to use that language or if we are in quote-unquote alignment or we're in sync whatever you want to say that does not mean that you won't have experiences and days where shit is shitty, <laughs> okay? Because how do we even start off this episode today? I told you Ebony Janice said life is good and awful <laughs> at the same time. So it can get really complicated in trying to understand like, am I misaligned or is life just lifing? And... We're going to try to like uncover how we can tell. So let's get um, specific. What does it feel like to be out of alignment? For me, for me, myself personally, when I'm out of alignment, I'd say that mentally I am, I am like deeply, deeply depressed. And my longtime listeners and people who know me knows that I've dealt with depression my entire life. Until the past couple years. So it's something that I've always lived with. But I also think that I lived um, 
a lot of my life out of alignment until very recently. And that also doesn't mean that if you're experiencing depression, that means you're out of alignment. I'm talking about myself. So I know when I found my own path and journey and I stopped living for other niggas, like a lot of things that I was super sad about, um, they kind of dissipated in a particular way. So for me, my mental health was so tied to me being aligned and how I got out of alignment, not because of me, because the world, because of my own trauma, because of all of the things that are going on in life, how life be life in, um, how we've been hurt, all those things. So, so for me, I know when I'm, when I'm depressed in a certain kind of way, like really when I'm really deep, deep in it, I know that there's something that like, that I'm, I'm missing. And I, at this point, we'll try to like search like, okay, what, what is, what is this telling me about my experience right now? Physically, when you're out of alignment, I think that that looks different for everybody. Um, I find myself, <laughs> I actually get sick. Like I get colds. <laughs> I get sick very easily. That's just number one. I've, I'm working on my... Um, you know, taking my little vitamin C's and, and all of that. I'm better. But I also get sick really easily. And I find me, myself personally, when I get sick, like back to back to back to back, it's because I'm out here wilding. I'm doing something or I'm being wildly chaotic. <laughs> and that is when I get sick. When I know I'm doing things I shouldn't be doing. That's when I get sick. I'm not saying that's why you got a cold. I'm saying that's what happens for me. So that's how I know. Uh, relationship wise, when I, when I'm out of alignment or my partner and I are out of alignment, I mean, obviously shit just is not cute. It's not, it doesn't feel loving. It's, it gets messy. It gets confusing. Um, the arguments are back to back to back. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just like, you're not hearing me. You're not getting me. I'm not getting you. I think relationships are an easy way to talk about alignment because you're able to see like, how are me and this person actually getting along? What does it look like? Do I feel the love present? Are we communicating? Are we understanding? Are we committed to understanding? Like relationships are, I feel like it's kind of the easiest way to point out like, I'm, we are not aligned. And this doesn't have to be romantic. It can also be with your friends. It can be with uh, family it can be your relationship to your damn boss, you know, just like, what is it? What is it given? Of course, we always have conflict, but it's a conflict, like conflicting all the time. Yeah. So that is how some ways that I tell when I'm out of alignment. Now, how can I tell I'm in alignment? I'm not always happy or anything. Um, I'm not always joyous. I'm not always celebrating, but I know that I'm, I'm on a path to something that even if I haven't arrived, I feel good about where I am, even if it's not where I want to be. I know that even if it's small steps that I'm taking, I'm going down the right street. My GPS is working. Waze has told me to go left and I went left. And that's the road I should be on. Physically, I definitely feel more uplifted. I'm not getting sick all the time. 
relationship wise, I'm communicating. I'm grounded in what I know to be true for myself. I'm honoring my own boundaries. That's how I know. So I, I feel like I'm going to say this over and over and over again this episode, but we, we have to really get clear on you're not going to always be happy and calm and excited about life all the time. And alignment is not always going to feel quote unquote positive. And we just have to let all of that go. We have to let what all the self-help books taught us about, you know, achievement and success and what it feels like, because it might feel like that for a little bit and then it won't, (laughs) you know, like it just is what it is. So it's, it's a, the alignment is part of just an acceptance of, of a destiny. And an interesting question and thing I've been thinking about when thinking about alignment and even just bringing the topic up on my Instagram is, you know, someone asked like, can trauma and negative experiences be a part of, you know, your destiny? And can they be, can your trauma reroute you to put you in alignment? And I would say, Trauma can reroute you. Trauma does reroute you. Now, the route may vary, but trauma absolutely reroutes you. We will be having a completely different experience in this life if we were not as traumatized as we were. That's not to say it would be a perfect experience, but it definitely reroutes us. It literally rewires our brains. Now, can negative experiences be a part of your destiny? I think that can get tricky because I think that there's no way there's no way to avoid a negative experience. There's no way to avoid pain. There's no way to avoid suffering. I'm on my Buddhist shit. <laughs> you know, suffering is inevitable. So with that suffering, our suffering informs us of a lot of things. It can inform us about things personally. It can inform us about the world we're in. It can inspire us to be activists. It can inspire us to want to start a podcast that um, supports people as we're all suffering together. You know, it, it can it can inspire people to write books that are, you know. It, 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 so in a way, yeah, the suffering, the negative experiences, the trauma, whatever is a part of our destiny because it's unavoidable. It's an unavoidable reality. And the sooner we get that through our heads, the the quicker and the easier it'll be to accept. And, you know, even like endings to relationships and friendships. I've had some really, really painful friendship breakups, like worse than any person that I've ever loved romantically. <laughs> like the friend breakups be hitting. And all of those relationships that I have lost ultimately align me to either create new relationships, to assess why I was even in relationship with this person anyway, what purpose our relationship served each other, what were the beautiful things I was able to get from that relationship, what were the things that became toxic or messy or nasty. Like we learn a lot about ourselves through relationships. That's why I'm like team relationship, any kind of relationship, because I feel like I learned the most about myself when I'm actively in community with people. 
And sometimes we are going down different roads. And sometimes, you know, in your GPS, you said, don't take me on the highway. And my GPS said, I want to get on the highway. We might arrive together somewhere again. We might be going to the same place, but you like to take the streets. And I'm going to hop on 95. That's our little highway. But that doesn't mean that, you know, my way is better, your way is better. It's just we went down different roads. We may end up at the same location. You might end up there first. That might be an accident, you know, on the highway. And I should have took the streets. So, yes, endings can be a part of our alignment. Endings are not all bad. Endings are the beginning of something beginning. And sometimes that process of being in alignment is really painful And sometimes our personal goals and our personal desires may not align with the spiritual alignment or or our own destiny. To go back to, you know, what we believe in the Orisha tradition, like we all have our destiny. We chose our destiny. We, We have our destiny when we're born. We come into this world and our minds are wiped a little bit. We still have some inklings of what we are passionate about and what we enjoy. But for the most part... The whole breakdown of how we're going to reach and be who we said we were going to be leaves. Okay. So every day we're trying to like re-remember like, what did I promise? You know, how do I follow my passion, my, my goals? And we do not live in a society that's like, yes, go you. Like you got, baby, Go ahead now. Like you, you got it. You're on it. We are here for you. We're supporting you. Yes, we have friends like that, communities like that, but I'm talking about overall general society. We live in a society that seeks to destroy instead of uplift us. We just do. So it makes it even harder to remember what the hell we even promised to come here because I live in a world where shit, I'm black. I'm a woman. I'm, you know, queer. I got all these things that societally are stacked up against me. You know, my mental, our mental health are in the drain. (laughs) Like, I'm just trying to survive. And sometimes in our survival work, it's easy to bypass like our, our spiritual commitments, whether intentionally or unintentionally, because we're just trying to live. And so maybe at the beginning, I said I was going to start a company and I was going to hire my entire family. You know, I was going to, I said I was going to start some type of work and I was going to hire my community and particularly my family and my friends. Um, it would help people pay their bills in my family. Maybe that's what I promised, right? But I'm in debt. <laughs> what, what company in my building that's that big that I'm hiring anybody? I got money like that. I barely have time. I have a nine to five job. How am I supposed to live out this destiny? Even though that's what I said I wanted to do before I got here. Because I made all these big promises before I saw how ghetto it was. So my personal goals now are to just live my life and provide for me. And fuck everybody else. Sorry, love you. Just don't have it in me. That's my personal human desire. But in my spiritual alignment, I know that there's maybe some sacrifices I have to make. There may be some things I got to let go. There may be some people I got to let go. There may be some relationships I got to repair. That All that work, but I ain't trying to do that. 
right? So that's the human desire and also just the impacts of capitalism, sexism, racism, all these things that like make it really hard for me to to live quote unquote aligned and be in spiritual alignment. So yes, it conflicts all the, all the, all the time. And sometimes that alignment comes with a huge change. It comes with a huge ass life change. Like for me, I've told y'all the story plenty times about how I dropped out of my doctoral program because in my brain, I'm thinking I'm in alignment. Yeah, I should be a doctor, right? That's what the girls are doing. Like, that's how you get the most money. I don't know. That's how I can be a healer because I know I'm a healer in some way. And so how I'm thinking to be a healer is to be a doctor. I'm thinking I will be a clinical psychologist and I will have my own practice and I'll be black and I'll be this and I'm that. And I'm like accepting towards LGBTQ folks because I'm a part of the community and I've also been a depressed baddie. So like, I know what it means to be hospitalized. I know all these things. That's what I'm thinking. And then my ancestors come to me in a dream and are like, bitch, uh-uh, like, nope, you're get the hell out of your program. And I already knew I should leave my program. I'm wildly, extremely depressed in my program. It's extremely racist. I'm having a horrible experience in grad school. I hate my life, but everyone around me is like, yeah, that's what you do. You hate your life in grad school. No one loves them. (laughs) It's bad. So I'm just thinking I'm having a regular experience because we're all depressed. We all hate our lives. That's part of the, the work until I have a dream. And I'm like, no, I'm actually, I actually cannot do this. And I try to play the game a little bit more than I just had to leave. All I knew was to be in school. You could just go to school And I leave school and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm about to do. (laughs) I guess I'm just taking a break and then I'll go back to school. And no, now I'm a whole, now you're listening to me on a podcast that has been nominated for things. And I, you know, have a team helping me (laughs) and random opportunities coming my way and things that I could have never imagined. And I had to make a real life change and I'm still in grad school debt baby and I don't have nothing to show for it (laughs) I'm in deep graduate school debt because I still got to pay for them little that couple years that I was there (laughs) though I don't have a doctorate I left before even I got my master's from the program all you need is a little juju but I'm more in alignment though I know that I know that from what I've been able to do and how I've been able to heal and grow and connect with you all. Um, so it didn't come without a sacrifice. I'm still paying for that. Like physically, literally, <laughs> I'm still paying. I wasn't fully off. I knew I was a healer, but I just was putting it in a place that couldn't really hold me and what I really had to offer. It was not in a in the DSM. My psych girls know what I'm talking about. It was not in the DSM. So that was a huge shift. I had to quit my job. You know, I had a whole job. I'm thinking I'm in organizing. Like I thought I was just going to be an organizer and, you know, I'm going here. I'm at the rallies. I'm doing the healing work for organizers. 
I'm trying to convince my comrades that we need to start doing some type of having some kind of ritual or spiritual something because we're all going to burn out <laughs> if we just think our lives are going to be revolved around organizing for justice and not having any sort of care for ourselves or spiritual care. My ass was burnt the hell out. My ass was like, yeah, you're in the right space, but it's time to go. I'm like, how am I going? This is my job, y'all. This is not just something I'm doing because it's cute. Like, I actually, this is my work. This is my life's work. This is what I've committed to. They say, yeah, okay, but you have life's work elsewhere. And I love my job. But like I said, but now I've created something that was bigger than me that I couldn't even imagine. So again, it's going to put you in places and have you shook and wondering how, how, how. Feel free, you know, to use me as an example of how things can shift for, how things can shift, period. And they could change for the better. And this process and journey is not easy for me. It is not always positive for me. There's other struggles that come with where I am now. Struggles that I didn't have to deal with before. Nobody knew who the hell I was. That was a lot easier. It's a lot easier when people don't know you, you know. It, sometimes it feels hard to make mistakes when you have a platform. So there's all these other things that come with it. But things can be better. And having relationships to our physical team, but also our spiritual team helps to guide us so that you know, okay, yeah, I don't see it, but y'all see it. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to trust my intuition or whatever and move forward in this thing. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. I, you know, I struggle a lot with trusting my intuition, even though I give readings and I'm a psychic and I pull cards and I interpret cards for people and I tell them about their lives and I still struggle with it. You know, sometimes I don't trust myself. I need y'all to know, I don't always trust myself. It, people are always like, I don't, how do you trust yourself? How do you know? I don't always know. I don't always trust me. I be tripping. <laughs> I be wilding the fuck out. I do not always trust me. So when I know not to trust me, I have people in community that I trust who will give it to me straight, who can get me together, who can help me seek clarity. I have diviners that I go to when I can't trust myself, who can give me insight on what to do or say, um, how to interpret what is going on in my life, or if there are things that need to shift and change. I do not always trust myself. When I do, I do. When I don't, I go to my people. That's why we can't do this shit alone. You know, this this whole thing, it is a personal process and it's going to look different for every person. And you're never going to be like, I'm 100% in alignment, period. Or you're 100% out of alignment. Use me as an example. I, I, I knew I was a healer. I just was in a space that was a little bit too small. So it's not a binary black or white. Either you're in or you're out. It's It's not that. Though I'm going to share some ways that can kind of help you, us, we, period, you know, get clearer on what it looks and feels like to be aligned. So, you know, how do you know when you're not alignment? Pay attention to your body. 
pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to what's going on around you, um, people, location. For example, I'm getting tired of where the fuck I live. How do I know? Because it's just a bunch of little shit going on around my house and in my neighborhood that I can't stand. <laughs> like, I cannot stand it. It's it's grinding my gears. It's upsetting me and my homegirl. Like, I know that it's going to be time for me to move on from where I live. Not necessarily like Baltimore, but just like my, my actual location. Because I don't like how I feel here and I don't like what's happening. So pay attention to those kinds of things. Trusting your intuition is hard, but it's it's easier when we find the pause and the break to take a deep breath and then ask the question and see what see what your body says to that. And lastly, you know, how to communicate with and get advice from your ancestors, get clarity from them because they see more than what we see. Whatever spirits that you work with has a, a clearer blueprint of the map. You know, they have the GPS. You know, my spirit's telling me to quit. I didn't see beyond, well, what the hell I'm gonna do right now? Because if I quit, I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. They're like, girl, just do it. So they were able to see past what I was able to see because I'm limited. I'm experiencing the very real impacts of all the isms and I'm just a human being. So relationship to spirit is so helpful in this alignment process, in this connecting to our destiny because they give us a guide. They got their glasses on, okay? They can see kind of 2020. They see the full tree. I might just be seeing a tree stump. You might just be seeing a tree stump, but our spirits can see beyond the tree. So that's why we ask them. We can go get our readings. We can pull cards for ourselves. We can sit. We can meditate. We can sit in the earth. We can lay by a tree. All of these things, we can go to the water. These are ways to get the advice and insights from our people or from the elements, from nature. Alignment doesn't just happen. Alignment is an active choice. It takes effort. It takes time. It takes work. <laughs> it takes active work. And it's hard too. But but also remembering that, you know, you're never 100% out of alignment or 100% in alignment. You may be kind of in the middle somewhere you just know that it's time to move or that it's time to have a conversation or that it's time to ask your boss to stop fucking planning your fucking face you know it just is it's different things that can get you more and more into alignment just even small things so some things that you can do to kind of start aligning yourself more your altar work I cannot stress this enough, y'all. And in my readings, most of the things have been people's ancestors coming through like, tell her, because I mostly read a lot of women. It's always tell her that we've been trying to talk to her and we want to love her and connect to her and can she just open up? So I'm going to offer that to you. Open up to your people, please. They are trying to help you. They are trying to give you insights. They've been trying to tell you things, you ignoring it, or you're second guessing yourself. 
So you missing the messages, child. It's okay. We all be missing them. I be missing them. It's no judgment. But create a relationship with your people so that you know how they talk to you. Because the way my people talk to me ain't going to be the way that your people talk to you. Just like any relationship. You got your going out friends. You got friends that you can call when you're going through stuff. You got friends that you can call to pull up. The same with your ancestors. You got to know who you got. So that means you have to create a relationship. You have to create the space. You have to do your altar work or go outside or connect to them. However, you can also do your candle work for alignment, really just for clarity. Just light a candle for yourself. We always be wanting to light candles for this person. We light a candle to help so-and-so. We doing this. That's wonderful. Continue. Yes, baby. Love it. If you don't light a candle for your damn self, why are you doing all this work for other people? Do you have something going for you? Spiritual baths. There's so many different kinds of baths, y'all. There's so many kinds of baths. But if there's some particular herbs or roots or ingredients that you feel particularly called to or aligned, you can put them in your bath. You can make a quote unquote tea out of them or something like that to wash yourself, to cleanse yourself, to get a clear head. I would recommend probably a white bath for a clear head. Coconut milk and water. If you want to add efun, cascaria, those are ground up eggshells. You can typically will buy those. You can add that. If you want to add some Florida water, you can add that. If you want to add some white flower petals, you can add that. But white baths are good for the head and for clarity. So that can help with getting clear on what it means to be aligned for you. Praying. Ask for help. Ask I always, always, always pray that I am more in alignment today than I was yesterday and that I am more in alignment with my best and highest self and the highest form of my destiny. I want to be aligned with that. I say that all the time. I say that for my clients. I say that to you today. So set the intention that each day you're closer to that, that part of who you are and asking your spirit to help you achieve that. Getting in touch with your body, knowing what your body is telling you. I know when I get colds specifically, I'm out of alignment in something. <laughs> One time I went to Miami and, you know, I just, I used to really be outside, outside. And I met this guy at a party and I didn't want nothing to do with him really besides that you know, two hours. But in those two hours, that was my nigga. And we was just doing everything, child, everything. And when I left, I got so sick. <laughs> like, And my spirits are like, girl, just relax. Like, I just got so sick. Like, I thought all these, I thought I just was getting to, I didn't know what was going on. But it's because I was wilding out because I knew that's not what I should have been doing at that time, I, that, that was not what I should have been doing at the time. So that's why I got a really, really, really bad cold after that. Who know? I don't, it was too much. I was doing, y'all ain't gonna go into detail. I was doing too much of that little Afro beats outdoor party in Miami with tequila shots. I was just wilding. <laughs> so that's how I know that that was too much for me on that day. Notice I'm not saying. I ain't saying you can't, you know, do you, baby, because I be doing me and I don't get sick. But that time I knew I was doing too much. And so that's what happened to me. So get in touch with your body and how it tells you, ooh, beloved, mm-mm. Now, you know damn well you should have laid down that day. 
you know, damn well you were supposed to go to the water and give an offering. And you was being, hmm. And then lastly, community, your people, going to your people, doing and supporting and loving and honoring your community and what that means. Um, when I shout out my patrons, I always say, like, I pray that you have, like, the, the resources. I pray that you have the finances. I pray that you have your things to give your offerings to your people. The, the However you promise to support your people, I pray you're able to do that. That is a part of the community work. That is part of how we align ourselves. Whatever we promise to do in this lifetime, I don't know what yours is, but it's always going to involve somebody else. We are in a world full of people, you know, it's always whatever your specific gift is and how you can share it with your folks. You got to get clear on what the gifts is. You got to get clear on your offerings. You have to. It's vital because we need you. We literally need each other. The way I'm doing shit is how I'm going to do shit. But the way you doing shit is going to hit different because it's you, baby. So you have to figure out what that is and get confident in that to offer it. I promise you it'll get you more in alignment to something. Don't be trying to hide from us because <laughs> we need you, babe. Have you seen outside? We need you. We need all of us. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. <sighs> okay, y'all. So speaking of my beloved, beautiful patrons, let me shout out my newest ones. Okay, so shout out to Shay Burchill. Thank you so much. Shay did the yearly payment. Shay said, you know what? Just take it out the account, baby. Did the yearly. So thank you so much to Shay. I appreciate you. Um, shout out to Jasmine Coach. Jasmine also did the yearly, baby, because you know you get a discount when you just like pay for the game. So shout out to Jasmine Coach as well. Did the yearly just take it out the account? <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Natia Heyman. Shout out to Patrice Mason. Shout out to Ali JP. Tony Mattel and Christine. Thank y'all so, so, so much for becoming patrons. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing the energy of abundance and coin with me. I be saying my patrons pay my bills because it's true. So I, I, I just thank y'all so much. And I also share the energy of abundance back as you share it with me. May you have the resources. May you have the things. May you have the community. May you have the support. May you have the money to achieve and do all it is that you're wanting to do, that you can give to us, to your people, um, that you are able to share your gifts with the world. I pray that you have all the things to be able and support to be able to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all come on, join the Patreon family. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. All righty, my loves. Remember, remember, honey healing, being in alignment with our destinies is a process. It is a lifelong process. You don't just arrive there one day and shit is sweet. Life is good <laughs> and life is awful. <laughs> so please take that and put it in your brains and hold that 
and know that your days when you are feeling low, sad, anxious, whatever it is, that that does not mean that you are out of alignment. That does not mean that you are not doing your work. That does not mean that your spirits do not care for you. That does not mean that you are an enemy to your ancestors. All of those things that you're telling yourself, that's that's the lies that, that, that they, you know the days that they want you to think. It's not true. It is not true. So keep, you know, doing what you have to do, connecting to your body, to your spirits and your people, your community. And that's it. That's it. All right, y'all. So if you would like to join the conversation, hashtag a little juju podcast or hashtag ALJ pod to keep up with the conversation. And you can also follow us on IG at a little juju podcast. If you'd like to bring me, Juju Bay, to your school or organization to speak, to teach, to do a workshop about black ass spirituality or maybe even alignment and ancestral religions and systems, feel free to reach out to me at juju at i-t-s-j-u-j-u-b-a-e and let's do a thing you know you can always hit me up for a reading you know i'll be booking quick but i'm still offering readings i am there my books just be filling up (laughs) but i love y'all i appreciate you thank you so much for always rocking with me and coming back and listening to me i feel like there's been more listeners to the show quick shout out to my fake pages because even though y'all get on my nerves and y'all trying to scam people i've had someone was like i love your podcast i'm just learning about it i'm like okay cool they're like yeah i learned about it from your other page i was like i don't have another page they're like oh yeah you do jujubay 01 i said oh no that's a scam page but i love that the scam pages are doing the work and putting people on to the show they might as well send me a w9 y'all don't have to scam let me put you on payroll because the, the scam pages are are doing free promo <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. So shout out to all y'all who found me from Juju Bay 01 and all the fake pages. All right, y'all. Good luck on your journey. You're doing great. I promise you're doing great. Now just keep at it, and the alignment is there. You're already in it. And I'll see you next week. And remember, all you need is a little juju. Later. All you need is a little juju. All you need is all you need. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju. All you need is a little juju, a little juju, a little juju. Our producers are Kenya Denise and Alexandra De Palma. A little juju is produced by Domino Sound. Protected in my truth, I'm grounded in my roots, in my roots now. Non-believers think this is a flu, but there's something about you make me see the proof. I know you thirsty cause you fainted from my juice, but you got it too, you got it too, yes you do. And all you need is a little juju, I got libations and calories that owe me tutu. Intention is power and that's the hoodoo, that's the voodoo, that's the true you, that's the true you. Your intention is power and that's the hoodoo, that's the voodoo, that's the true you, that's the true you, and all you need is a little juju.